an inside look at the restaurant industry and entrepreneurial insight to help you succeed. It's the Paper Trails Podcast with Albemarle Paper Supply. What's going on, guys? How are you? We're back with episode 26 of the Paper Trails Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Caligari-Mitros, and I'm super pumped. I think this may be our first episode that we're shooting in 2021, so we're excited. Happy New Year. Hope you guys uh, are having a pleasant 2021. We're a couple of days in, we're a couple of weeks in, but um, you know, hopefully you guys are having a, a, a great year. I am super excited. Uh, first off, we're at a new location. We're actually Mario's Pizza in the Palladium Shopping Center area. And so Mario's Pizza, fantastic uh, organization. They're clients of mine. We've known them for many, many years. And we're looking for a spot that we can actually shoot the podcast, the, the Paper Trails podcast. And they offered, and I'm, uh, I'm excited to, to, to be here. So shout out to these guys. But we have a guest on, and uh, we have Nikki Miller-Ka, and she is... Uh, from Nick Snacks, Nick Snacks, Nick Snacks, and so she is from the triad up here. She covers food bloggers. She does a ton. I'm not even going to start uh, as far as what she does. She's got her hands uh, in everything, which is great, which is great. And, and this is one of the reasons why I even wanted to bring Nikki on is because I, I want everybody out here listening, watching, uh, to start thinking outside of the box. Like, let's start thinking, how can we create a name, a brand, a reputation for ourselves? How can restaurants get their names out there? You know, I mean, what are some things that you can do creatively to, to, to whether you're a business owner, a restaurateur, food truck, catering company, you know, um, that's our audience, Nikki. Like they, this is, we have entrepreneurs, you know, whether they're clients of mine or whether they're just watching, listening to this on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or watching this on YouTube, um, we love to bring different people on, whether they're, you know, like I, like I mentioned, owners or chefs or food bloggers, and let's learn about the industry. Let's learn about what can we do to make sure 2021 was better than 2020. What can we do to make sure that we're 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 aggressive and we're, and we're not just waiting for things to happen and waiting for clients to come in or waiting. What can we do to get out there and and just you know, as they say, you know, take the bull by the horns and just make things happen. And so I'm super pumped to have Nikki on with us. We've spoken for weeks now or, you know, months maybe, you know, and so we finally made it happen. And so thanks for, for being a guest on our show. Thank you for having me. And uh, we're excited to have you on. And so why don't we do this? Maybe for the handful of people that maybe haven't heard of you or don't know you, let's do a quick introduction. Um, where are you from? How did you even get into the, the, the scene? Um, is this something that you've, you always wanted to do? Is this something that you studied? Or is this something that you just kind of followed a passion? And so, you know, what, how, how, did, how did we end up here? So the answer to all of that is yes. <laughs> Literally, yes. Um, so uh, I grew up here in, um, in the triad. I uh, live in Winston-Salem. That's where I make my home. Um, and I uh, originally wanted to be a journalist. It's straight up. You know, like forever. You always wanted to be a journalist. I mean, okay, there was a time where I wanted to be a police sketch artist, um, but I was also in third grade. <laughs> but I, I've always wanted to be a journalist. Okay. Or be in communications. If I wasn't talking, I wanted to write. Sure. Um, and so um, I didn't know how realistic that was, and so I was like, oh, I can be a teacher. I can still talk and write and do that, right? 
So um, I went to East Carolina University, okay. go Pirates, um, and got an English degree. So I decided at the very last minute that I didn't want to teach and just have a regular old English degree. And um, when I you know, went out into the workforce, I realized that as a writer, um, I could either be a generalist and do everything, or I could be niche. And so I've always loved food. I love being around food. Why not do food? Right? Sure. So I went looking for a job, and literally um, the only requirement that I didn't have was culinary school or any food experience. So um, I went to culinary school. Not necessarily to learn how to cook, because I already knew how to cook, Okay. but um, to learn about food. So knowing how to cook and knowing about food are two different things. They are mutually exclusive. Just because you know how to cook doesn't mean you know about food. And just because you know about food doesn't mean you know how to cook. Well, I combine the two and I can walk the walk and talk the talk. Along with that, I worked in restaurants, front of the house and back of the house, because why not be a food writer and write about all the food? But in order to do that, I need to have the experience. I need to know how things work, front, that you know behind the scenes all of the things sure so the working in the back of the house honestly not my bag not my thing I did it because I felt like I had to sure. not because I wanted to <clears throat> and front of the house is more my speed because I'm a people person yep. and I get to see the people coming in I've always been um, a very gregarious person and that really spoke to me and then on top of that I'm uh, creative writer so why not you know why not combine the two so my first big girl job out of culinary school was working at the Greensboro News and Record as an editorial assistant okay. and my job had literally nothing to do with food and that made me sad and I was like how am I going to stay connected with the food world I literally just paid thousands of dollars for this culinary degree how can I stay connected the only way I could think of was to start a food blog. Okay. So the food blog was literally just a culinary outlet, just something to all of the things that I had learned, all the things I wanted to try, um, <coughs> put it on the internet. I found a food forum of other food bloggers, and to this day, and to <coughs> this, this is, let's see, this is January. 2021? My blog is 14 years old. Wow. Yeah, I can't believe it sometimes. But I, I actually, I've been getting a little goosebumps thinking about it. 14 years old. But when I started, it was literally just, this is what I'm doing today. Um, I had all kinds of different um, culinary jobs while I worked at the newspaper on the side. Mm -hmm. And I would blog about that. This is what I made today. This is what I did. We went on vacation. This is what we ate. Because maybe one day I'll be a food critic. I don't know. But let me, you know put some things, you know, put some feelers out there. And it wasn't until uh, 2014 when I actually took it full time. Okay. So. What, what, what made you take it full time? What like? So to be honest, I couldn't find a job doing what I wanted with the pay that I wanted. Okay. Um, I don't know if you know this, but um, the triad area is not a mecca for culinary opportunity. Okay. Um, and by that I mean we are not one of the four corners of the earth, meaning this is not New York, this is not Miami, this is not LA, this is not Seattle. Gotcha. Um, 
Charlotte is our biggest city that's close to us. Sure. But Charlotte is still growing, and it is, yes, the largest metro area, but then we're the second largest metro area, but we get passed over sure. a lot. Actually, sure. I think there was third somewhere. We're the third largest metro area, okay. but we get passed over a lot. People love to talk about Charlotte. They love to talk about Asheville. Oh, we have a house up in Hendersonville. That's nice. Um, they love to talk about Raleigh because that's our capital. Yeah. They love to talk about the coast, but they miss us gotcha. completely. And I feel like it's part of my job to represent. Share. Yes, basically represent and tell people. I, I love can that. do my I love job that. anywhere in the world, literally. Yeah. And I choose to do it here. Yeah. Um, when I was in culinary school, I was in Miami. And I mean, Miami, that's one of the four corners. Yeah. That's one of the places to be. But I chose to leave Miami to come back here because I knew something was happening. Yeah. Something was brewing. I like that. And I still feel that way. Let's 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 take it back a second. What did you learn from going to culinary school in Miami? Like what did you did you just obviously you got to travel a little bit, you're down in Florida, whole different scene in Miami than triad, right? I mean, you know, what did you learn from that? Like what did you, you know So most of my classmates were not American, first of all. Okay. Um, they're from all, literally all over the world, but gotcha. most of them from um, South America. Central, and, yep. Yeah, and lots of um, Caribbean, Makes sense, Caribbean, yep, yep. Um, Aruba, uh, Guatemala, Honduras, um, Peru. And I learned so much about um, the South American and Cuban even cultures. Um, Flavors, the, cultures, the whole thing. Yes, absolutely. Um, and that was outside of school. So in school, um, so I went to Le Cordon Bleu College of Culinary Arts in Miami. And um, uh, it, it's a French school. And you learn classical French cooking. And Which, did you know anything about French cooking before you went or no? Like it was all new to you? No. So, before going to school, I actually took a little jaunt across the pond okay. and went to Paris and took a week-long class Okay. To uh, at, at the original Le Cordon Bleu in Paris uh -huh. to, I guess, do I really want to do this? Is sure. This a, thing? a little taste to see, kind of see oh, how it was. Exactly. Okay. I don't want to say it was completely different in America, but for, first of all, all the classes are in English in America and in Paris, they're in French. And um, how was that? First off, so <laughs> um, I bought Rosetta Stone all three levels yeah. and went through all three levels before going. Yeah, like fast track style, like pretty much. <laughs> so it was like kamikaze French. You know, the only French I knew <clears throat> was ballet. Yeah, I ballet as a child. Yeah, but um, it was. It was I yeah it was it was a lot it was it so was you, a, so you're a learning lot. a language and you're learning how to actually cook and take it you know at the same time yes so fortunately for me like I said I knew how to cook beforehand okay um, uh, I've been doing my family's Thanksgiving since I was fourteen nice <laughs> nice um, but it was literally just a matter of technique and finesse sure and um, how to properly plate sure. Um, how to the details the the exactly. the, the last five percent exactly mm. menu planning sure all of those types sure of sure sure, and sure so basically culinary school unlocked there was a key, culinary school was a key and it literally unlocked my brain I like that. and unleashed all of this creativity inside of me I love that and so that is what I learned in culinary school and I never ever want to discourage anyone from doing anything that they want to do I yes went to culinary school 
basically to fast track my way through the restaurant world. Um, the most inexpensive way to do it is to start at the bottom and work your way up. Go into the restaurant, knock on the back door, actually, you know, fill out the application. Don't knock. I mean, you can knock on the back door if you want to, but yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, knock on the door, yep. get a job. Start working. And just start working. That is literally the best way. 100%. And I wanted to fast track all that, knowing good and well, I did not want to work at a restaurant. Yeah. The only reason why I did it is because I had to, so that people could never come back and say, she doesn't know what she's talking about. She's never done A, B, C, D. But guess what? I've done A, B, C, D, E, and F. So no one can ever say that I don't know what I'm talking about. Nice. I nice. Mean, they, they can say it, but it won't be true. Nice. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So so you end up going to culinary school, right? Or you, you had this week class in, in, in France, yes, right? Then, yes. And, and then, then came back. Yeah. Went to school. Yes. Chose to come back. And now, yes. and now you are obviously super proud that you're from the triad. You represent mm -hmm. the triad. Yeah. You're, you know, uh, have. Now, now, what exactly are you doing now? Because I know you got your hands in. You're still writing. You're still obviously food blogger. Give us, give us some details as far okay. as what Nick Stacks is about. So, um... I guess first and well, not first and foremost, but um, part of on my plate. I'm the food editor at Triad City B Weekly Alternative Newspaper. Okay. And so um, basically, I'm the food content for the paper. Okay. Um, I have a weekly column. It's called Nick Snacks. Who, who would have thought? And um, essentially, I get to write about what I want. Um, I, but in doing that, I try to cover as much of the good content as I can. Okay. So it's not just. It's not restaurant openings and closings. It's not um, uh, who is you know doing something new and innovative. Yeah, These yeah, are yeah. No, I mean, you know, not really. Sure. What it is, it's people, places, and things. It's about the people in the area that are doing really cool things, especially awesome. if they're trendy, because I feel like I'm pretty trendy. <laughs> um, it's about um, places, as in like. Um, I like to do roundups, like um, in 2019 I did a definitive triad biscuit list. And so basically I went through the whole entire triad, Winston-Salem, Greensboro, and High Point, looking for the best biscuits, where they were, how to get them. So I like love to do lists like that. I've done okay. margarita lists, tequila lists. It's yeah. Okay. So there's a little bit of fun in there too. Nice. But then also I like to tell stories, um, stories about um, the people that are from our area that live here, work here, um, that are in the food industry. And even if they're not in the food industry, sure. just, you know, what are they doing? You know, maybe they're doing something cool at home. Yeah. Or you know, maybe they're part of a collective or a collaborative and it's something that you know our readers and the triad in general need to know about sure sure okay so so that's that's one thing you do that's one. okay and then number two is nick snacks okay so um nick snacks it's a um it's my food blog but okay. essentially it's a multimedia food property so um i'm one of those influencers that people talk about um uh about you know uh, being, you know, popular on the internet. Um, I've got literally thousands of followers that are not just here in the triad, but all over the world. Um, I uh, um, develop recipes for different brands. So over the course of the past 
14 years, but over the past seven years, because that's my full-time job, yeah. I've worked with probably 110 different brands. Okay. Um, and I develop recipes for them and I make videos, um, write, copy, do a lot of behind-the-scenes work. Sure. Um, I also um, do... Um, I guess, I don't want to call it ghostwriting because it's more than that, but um, I work for editorials for magazines. Okay. Um, and research. Nice. There's a lot of research. Okay. So, for instance, just a, just a little okay. example. Okay, all right. Um, you know that big corporation called Walmart? Yep. So, Walmart, they have a magazine that they um, publish to their um, employees. Okay. Um, I think it's now online, but um, they need to source content from somewhere. And so they always, you know, part of Walmart stores is they have a grocery store. And what do you buy at the grocery store? Food. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and they need um, people to um, show folks how to use the food that you buy at the grocery store. Sure. And so I come up, with, I have in the past come up with recipes, photographed it, and done little videos for that particular magazine. Nice. My name's not on it sure. because they pay for the rights for that. Gotcha. Um, but it's something that I can still, you know, put that little feather in my Sure, hat. of course. And then um, uh, I've worked with, I do a lot of work with actually the Department of Agriculture, the North Carolina Department of Agriculture. Okay. Every single food commodity that there is in the world, there is a commission, a, a group, or an association associated with it. Sure. And the members of those commissions and associations, basically they belong to them so that they can promote their food. And who's a better promoter than an influencer? The actual, <laughs> the actual people, yeah. Yeah, so um, I do a lot of work with them as well. And then, um, yeah, that's pretty much what I do as far as that goes. Perfect. Now, let's, let's start from the beginning. How would somebody get started Right, like let's say like someone's watching this and like, you know what? I love food. I have a passion for this. I would love to do what Nikki does. Like just talk about food. It's what I love to do. I love to bake too. I love to whatever. You know, is it as simple as just start? You know, like you know, like uh, what what you mentioned at the restaurant, you know, like what what are some tips that you can give somebody that maybe is young and is just learning their passion for food you know what are some things you know, now that you've been doing it for for years you know what are some things that you would suggest to these guys well first of all i have to say that the landscape now is a hundred twenty five percent different than when i started sure when i started bloggers weren't making money sure that it wasn't a thing um, it literally was a hobby. It literally, literally <laughs> was a hobby. It was folks saying, hey, this is what I want to do. Yeah. Like, or I, I want to share my family's recipe. Sure, or, sure. Um, I love cooking and I want to share this with the internet. 100%. That's literally all it was. And then I don't know what happened. Something snapped. <clears throat> and all of a sudden, people were making money. Brands were reaching out to uh, bloggers Different saying, people, yep. hey, Take this water. And like talk about it. Yes, we will send you a case of water. Yeah. Will you write a post about it and put it on your blog? Sure. People were like, yeah. And then 
something else snap. Uh-huh. And brands were like, all right, we'll toss you a couple of bucks. I'm not sure if it was the bloggers or the brands that said, hey, what about money? But something happened. Either way. Either way. Money got involved. Yes. So how, then you, now, yes, literally just start. If you don't start, you're not going to get anywhere. Um, if you don't ask, the answer is always going to be no. 100%. And so if you, you know, have a passion for it or you want to, you know, show off the gems and jewels of Winston-Salem or High Point or Greensboro, just start. This day and age, in 2021, yeah. I say start with Instagram. Instagram is one of the hottest apps out there. Yep. Everyone is on it. If you're not on Instagram, I don't trust you. Yeah. It used to be if you weren't on Facebook, I didn't trust you. Yeah. But if you're not on Instagram, I don't trust you. And then if Instagram's not your thing, yep. there are alternatives. Sure. TikTok. Yep. Why not? Yep. Video is in. If you're not doing video, you're nobody. You're no one. Also, your photography has to be on point. Yeah. And if your photography is not on point, there are apps for that. Yeah. <laughs> so there are tons of apps to download to accompany Instagram and TikTok. Um, so, I mean, essentially what you're saying is just just start. Yes, just start. Just like what you, I mean, I, I, that's one thing that I always suggest to Nikki is that, you know, if, if you have the analysis paralysis where you, everything's got to be perfect and you've got to learn French before you go to school in France for a week <laughs> or you have to be an actual photographer to start taking pictures of food, you yeah. learn along the way. It's the, like, you exactly. literally learn. I mean, it's how... Trial and error. It's literally how my cousin and I started our, our paper company. We didn't know what was going on. We were 22 and 18 years old and we just grabbed the laptop and a, 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 a QuickBooks host, you know, just software and we said how can we sell these products to customers and I wasn't good and I didn't have a sales pitch and I, I just there was so much we had to learn and so our first four or five years the learning curve was was just very small I mean we we just were yeah we're <laughs> every day was just learning some basics but then at some point the learning curve will go up and you will become confident and you will know what you're doing and you will know how to edit and you will know how to shoot different angle right absolutely no I mean you know, I've been doing this for so long, you know, I've been in the trenches and I've, you know... Grinded I, for so long. Yes, but also on the same token, this is li this is my job. Yep. This is not a hobby. Yeah. I literally, one day, I went from broke to broke, meaning I had nothing and I... The only thing I, li I had was my blog. I sat on my couch, crisscross applesauce, crying because my previous job... I was fired from, I'm not going to lie, yes, I have been fired <laughs> on your application. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I said, I don't know what I'm going to do. What am I going to do? What do I have? I put in applications in places that I didn't even want to work. Yeah. I, I didn't know what I was going to do. And I said, you know what? I have this blog. I have this blog and I'm literally going to flip it and turn it overnight. This is what I'm going to do. This is my job now. Where, where were you at seven years ago when that decision was made? Did you already have a huge following? Were you on the come up? Did, I mean, like, where, where, where were you at? I'm, I'm curious now. I, I don't want to say I was all over the place, but 
and even now some some days people think that I'm all over the place like you you have so many jobs no it's not that it's a career that I have and there's different facets to my job sure so seven years ago um, math what is seven years ago Uh, 2004 no, no, 14, 14. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> 14, 14. Like 2004, I was still in college. Um, I, so 14 is when you went full-time, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So there was no Instagram then, first of all. Um, when did Instagram come out? Do you have any idea? I want to say it was 15. Okay. But I didn't get onto Instagram until 16. Gotcha. Um, I was more of a public personality at the time. At the time, I um, uh, was a uh, guest chef at this health and wellness center, and I did in-person cooking classes. Gotcha. And I, you know, not to toot my own horn, but I was the most popular chef there, and so all my classes, and they were free. They were free to everybody else, but they were literally sold out, meaning standing room only every single week. Yeah. Um, I... um, uh, fortunately got hooked up with um, the uh, Department of Agriculture that year too and they had this um, dining series um, uh, here in the triad it was called fire in the triad and I was asked to be the official food blogger for it and so that really opened up my world at that point I wasn't working how did you make that connection with uh, the someone reached out to me so basically, I guess they Googled food blogger Winston Salem. Sure. Or and then, you were, and then you were out there, yeah. And I showed up. And they asked me if I wanted to do it. And I said, sure, sure. I, I said yes. Of course. I, I, I said yes. Of immediately. course. Here's, here's why I even asked the question like, where were you at in 14? Because, you know, uh, yeah, I didn't know if you were, you know, I guess had enough recognition that people, you know, were coming to you or if you were still like just doing everything you could to get your name you know what i'm saying because right. because I, i'm not saying it's two different mindsets but like when you're not known and nobody knows you and you're trying to start a business from scratch and make a name for yourself you are saying yes to everything like you and and it's not even that it's like you've got to be so there is no like picking oh, no. and choosing I, it is offense i said yes to literally everything Everything I said yes to. There was nothing I said no to. Um, I was at every single event. I was at every, my nose was in everything, Mm. all the things, all of the research, every single piece of food media that was available to me, I was reading it, I was seeing it. Consuming it, learning. Yes, I was seeing who was doing what, where, and when, connecting names and numbers and connecting the dots. Reaching out to people, sending sending emails, (laughs) calling, right? And literally showing up. So back in between 2014 to 2016, there were a ton of events um, and uh, uh, yeah, just tons of events sure, sure, where, sure. Pe- the, the, where all the people were. My face was everywhere and, my, and I was everywhere. People were like, how are you on the internet and here too? Yeah. So a little tip, a little trick. Okay. <clears throat> Or a couple of tips and tricks. So, 
you don't have to be online, on your phone, on your computer all the time. There are tons of apps that you can schedule your posts. 100%. I don't, I, honestly, I don't know if people know that, but you can schedule your Instagram posts, you can schedule your Facebook posts, you can schedule your tweets. Um, if you're on Pinterest, that's another big one. Pinterest is huge. Yep. And Pinterest is also changing. You can schedule your pins. You can schedule everything. So you can actually live your life and hang out with your family, but as well have that online media presence. I so that. I was doing that back in 2016, scheduling that. everything, literally everything. And then when I had time, I would take two to three hours a day and go back and, you know, like the comments yeah. and reply 100%. and all of those Which things. Which is important too. It's hugely important. Right? Like you've got an audience. Yes. Be active. Yes. Don't be passive, no. even in that area. Yes. You. I mean, it's... It bugs me sometimes when I reach out to a local person and yes, I know we're all busy. We sure. absolutely are. Even sure. in this day and age, we're sure. still all busy. And my comment doesn't even get, a, not even a response, but they don't like it or anything. I understand missing comments and sure. things like that. Sure, sure, I get sure. that. Yeah. I miss comments all the time. 100%. All the time. Yeah. But... What I don't understand is not reaching out to the community and not being collaborative. And that's another thing. That's a huge thing. You are not an island. This is a community. Sure. Reach out. Make a cohort. Invite your friends. And by friends, your soon-to-be new uh, friends. <laughs> yeah, like not friends yet, but that's soon right. Yes, yeah, strangers that you haven't virtually met yet. There you go. There you go. Reach mm. out. Say hey. What's up? Even if you can't have a coffee or go out and see each other, schedule a Zoom. Hundred percent. Schedule a room on Instagram or um, uh, Facebook. Do you know? Make that just, happen. Just do something. Do something. Do something. Because you are not the only person out here. There are a lot of us. Um, I went to an event um, at a, another pizza, local pizzeria that nice. should not be named. That is not Mario's. Okay. okay. <laughs> and I walked in the room and there were dozens of folks that I had never seen before. And I've been in this game so long. Yeah. I literally. You know everybody. And when I walked in, I was like, I don't know any of you. What's the name of your, what do you do again? And so. Which, which I bet that was heaven for you because now you can make new connections, right? It was you're, like you're, the ultimate. hundred percent. Like it really was. hundred percent. But then also, you know, I feel like an OG now and like, you know, I, Every day I find a new account from someone that I don't know. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah? <laughs> what are you doing? What's happening? Yeah. And there is room for everyone. That's the thing. There's literally room for everyone. And I love what I do, and I probably will never stop. I might stop doing recipe development one day, and I might just be, you know, a content creator. Sure. And I might, be, you know, be a content creator for other bloggers and influencers to show them how to do it. Sure. Um, but that community, and by that community, I mean our community. Sure. It it means the world. So you're again, you're not an island. Reach out, say hey. I love and that. Make it happen. Here's here's another thing that I really love that we've kind of touched on is take a second, Nikki, if you can, and talk about being patient. 
because I feel like I feel like people want to be maybe an influencer or want to have a little bit of recognition or you know would like to get paid or be asked from the North Carolina Agriculture Department to do stuff but like listen like this may not happen in the next four months or it may not happen I mean as good as 2021 is going to be it may not happen all this year. You've you got to be patient. Now, it's it's like, you know, you have need to have a sense of urgency, but patient at the same time. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. like it's got to be both. And so, because I mean, I didn't know. It's been fourteen years since. I mean, like I that, but that impresses me. I like that. I mean, my cousin started this our business twelve years ago. And it's like the last three, four years, we've really, really made a lot of moves. And I'm like, you know what? But no one talks about the first four years when we weren't making money and we weren't doing much. And it felt like nothing was happening. You know what I mean? And so, tell that you to know, my mom. You know, take a second. <laughs> oh my gosh, my poor mom. I love her so much. My mom watched me struggle, like big time. Like, there were days where she was like, why can't you just get a job in a restaurant and work in a restaurant? Yeah. And I was like, mom, it doesn't really work like that. It's the long gone are the days of knocking on the back door and saying, can I have a job? And she's like, but I don't understand. And I said, okay, do you understand how getting a job works? I didn't mean to cut you off. No, 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 you're good. You know, you fill out the application, you, um, then you have to fill it out online. <laughs> And then you have to add your resume and everything that you already just put on the application. And then you might get an interview, you go for an interview, and then you might have one, two, three, four. At one point in time, one place I applied, I had seven different interviews and wow. I still didn't get the job. Wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to say I'm salty over that. I'm truffle salty over that, okay? Um, and then, okay, yeah, you get the job, but then it's... 90 to 180 days of that learning curve and then your benefits might kick in and then on top of that all of the dynamics that have to go with the sure sure it's sure, not sure. that easy at minimum you're looking at four to five months before you actually start making money to catch up from what you didn't have before sure sure so but yeah, my mom, she watched me struggle and not watched as in like, haha, there you are, child. No, but like either. watched as in, you know. She saw you walk through that. that yeah. Those, and uh, those, those early years. Of yes. And now she's, you know, every, every day I talk to my mom every day and she's like, I'm so proud of you and I'm so glad for you. And, you know, and she can see, you know, the change in me and 100%. how, you know, I know my worth. You know, um, I can't believe sometimes that um, people want to pay me for doing what I do. But and I only say that because I am living a dream. Sure. Like, I can't believe that I get to wake up every day and do this really cool thing. I get to work from home. I get to set my own hours yep. and my own prices. Yep. And on top of that. I get to decide what work I do. Sure. I get to decide who I work with. I get to decide my coworkers. Yeah. Who who gets that? Yeah. Who? Me. Yep. And you, if you want to be an influencer too. <laughs> I sound like an MLM. Sorry. <laughs> now, now, uh, now, 
I, you know, I, I kind of understand what you were saying. Like, you know, you can't believe like where you're at. Yeah. I, I think, Nikki, we forget the work that we did a long time ago. You know what I'm saying? A lot of work. Like in 2008, 2009, 2010, 11, 12, when it's, you know, I think like, you know, like even myself, I mean, I, I'm just so proud of what my cousin and I and our, our staff have built as far as a company and the reputation. And it's like, yeah, it's like, cause you know, 12 years ago, it was just me and my cousin. And mm -hmm. we, you know what I mean? And it's like, so I think a lot of times we forget, you know, 14 years ago, what it was like and so like that's why now you're like dang i can't believe i can do this well i i can because yeah 14 years ago and 12 years ago and nine years ago like it just you know it wasn't the way it is today you no, know what i mean so it's totally different now um other uh, other tips to, yeah um, sure folks. yeah let's do it so um the ultimate goal literally is to make money but also you know to get your name out there sure. et cetera, et cetera. So. Just like someone reached out to me and pretty much helped give me my start, you can do the same. Reach out to your favorite brand, um, your favorite restaurant. Say, hey, my name is, this is what I'm doing. Sure. Connect their product or your their favorite, or it's not there, but your favorite product of theirs yep. to what you're doing. 100%. And it's not about the numbers these days it's about the engagement it's about um, the percentage of your followers that are actually engaging with you on social media sure that's nice that you have 8,000 followers but you're only getting 12 likes you need to up that engagement yeah you need to do that and so in order to attempt to um, up that engagement ask questions so that your followers can answer them how does this look how does this taste? Would you, or how does this taste? Would you eat this? Yeah. Um, I like that. Uh, engage with them. Yeah, I like you that. Know? Engage with them so that they can, or at least attempt to engage with them so they can engage with you. And here's something else that you said, you know, reach out to different brands. And, yeah. You know, you're, you know and, and what's the worst thing that's going to happen? The worst thing that's going to happen? Worst thing. The absolute worst thing that'll happen is, is they'll say no. Okay. Okay. I mean, before you asked them, you didn't have them as a client or a customer anyway, right? <laughs> I mean, and, and listen, I understand that sometimes that's a little harder to, to a pill of a swallow, but listen, the more you do it, the more you do it, the easier it gets, right? Part of the reason why it's a hard pill to swallow is because you are your brand a lot of the time. Sure. Th this is you. Obviously, it's your blood, sweat, and tears. Sure. But they're not saying no to you. Personally. John Q. Public. Exactly. Joanna Q. Public. Yes. They are saying no to what you're offering. That transaction that you're offering. Yes. They're not saying no to you. Unless they come back and say you are a terrible person. That's a whole different story. A whole different podcast. Yeah, we got some books to read and some things to work on. Oh, God. No, but I, I, I just want to throw that out there because, I mean, I don't, I mean, I don't think it's easier today to literally send a DM or an email to five people a day. I mean, like, it can't get easier. Right? Like, so, like, I mean, it just, it goes back to just, just do work, just take action, yeah. just try. Just try, yeah. And I mean, you know, 
a lot of it is about you know how passionate you are and whatnot and and people can see that and brands can see that and this day and age um who you are as a person can be and is connected to your brand case in point i'm definitely connected to my brand so when I started, when I started my blog, I, it was on Blogger and it was just nicksnacks.blogspot.com, you know. I don't want to say no personality, but not really. It was just a landing page for all my things. Sure. I had a follower reach out to me via email and she said, you are hiding behind your blog. She said, I've met you in person. You are a dynamic personality and you need to be the, for, the face in the, and in the forefront of your blog. You need to change this domain and you need to put your face out there. And I was just like, okay, lady. But she was right. And so I changed and bought my domain. I had my landing page um, always because of the blog. But then I started showing my face more and really, you know, reaching out and engaging with my audience. Sure. And to date, my highest liked. Um, post on Instagram for one minute where I show my face <laughs> and not just the food, sure. even though I am a food blogger. Yeah. Um, I mean, if I could just be an entire feed of my face, I absolutely would do that. Um, but it's not always about me, <laughs> even though it kind of is. <laughs> but um, there is a fine line between um, you, your brand, and even your you know extra day job, if you will. Um, the difference, even for me, so I ride that fine line every day between being a journalist as a public <coughs> figure and a blogger. And my audience is trusting me without them knowing it that I know the difference. So there are a lot of things that bloggers can do that journalists can't do, meaning take comps, free food, gifts, prizes, etc. I can do that as a blogger, literally as a blogger, yeah. but I can't do that as a journalist. And a lot of um, people and businesses and things don't understand that. And I cannot intertwine the two worlds. I would love to find a happy medium and put them together, yeah. but that's not going to work. Um, I uh, am fortunate in that way that I do have those both sides, but the two sides do not bleed and I make it very very clear when I work with um, folks especially local folks because everyone wants to you know have an article written about them or they want to you know be in the paper you know free advertisement and that's not how it works yeah um, the reason why media works is because folks pay money to be seen sure and when a brand or a business, etc., pays me actual money yep. and not just in water bottles or XYZ product, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yep. <laughs> um, it shows that they are interested in my, me and my brand. Sure. And also they think that I'm worthy. Mm. And by worthy, I mean they value my expertise. Yep. They value my professionalism. Sure. They value my audience and what they're about to see and what I'm about to produce. 
and also they give it's a it's a contract. I always require contracts whenever I do do business. Nice. Um, it's a contract between the two of us, and it keeps us both accountable. Sure. But when you offer money on top of product, that's the golden ticket. Nice. Right there. Yeah. I like that. I like yes. that. <laughs> um, let's do um, let's do some fun questions. Okay. So um, let's do favorite dish that you love to make. Just one? <laughs> yeah, just one. So, like, well, let's say, like, you're going to Thanksgiving. What is everybody asking you to bring? Like, what is Nikki? Nikki, you make sure you bring, like, what do they love that you make? Like, like what is the one thing that everybody at mom is always asking for? That's loaded because I do everything. Pick one. Pick one. Oh, gosh. All right. So, the one dish that I love to make, biscuits. I love to make biscuits. Okay. I love everything about biscuits. Obviously, biscuits taste good. Obviously, I'm a southern lady. Yeah. I like to tell people I was not born here, but I was bred here. Lots of bread. I eat it all the time. <laughs> and I make it, too. <laughs> like, I, I make that. it, yep. and I'm actually making yeah. it. <laughs> so, it's biscuits all day, every Okay. Day. I yeah. like that. I like that. Um, you love doing desserts? I do, actually. Yes. yes. Favorite dessert? Okay, that's loaded because of all the different categories. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with cake. Okay. And favorite cake, uh -huh. I'm going to go with uh, pineapple upside down cake. Nice. Yeah. That's a unique one. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> how about, um, how about, what's something that you don't like to make? Anything, anything that, like, you can make, obviously, but you're just like, you know what? I'm just not a huge fan of making this. I can make everything, but what don't I like to make? Uh -huh. Oh, wow. That... Anything comes to mind or no? I can't think of anything I don't like to make. Labor-intensive things I really don't like to make. Like, okay. What's your, really. what's your favorite <laughs> ingredient? Or like what like like what's an ingredient trending right now? Maybe that that. So I'll do both. Okay. So my super special secret ingredient. Okay. That I use all the time in everything, and it ramps everything up, and oh. people don't even know. Okay. Truffle salt. Truffle salt. Truffle salt. Which you already mentioned earlier, truffle salt. I did. And I, and I was wondering what it was. So. Yes, I am very truffle salty about that. What, now explain truffle salt. What is truffle? So um truffle salt. Um, is salt and not like your regular um, iodized salt. Okay. It's usually um, a sea salt or a kosher salt. Sure. And it has bits of ground up truffle, not chocolate truffles, but the mushroom truffle in it. Interesting. Um, and it's a specialty food item, and so you can buy it online. Um, but they have it in specialty food stores, and they even have it in grocery stores too, in wow. certain in certain areas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but excuse me, it's literally um, like sprinkling. Uh, MSG without using MSG on your stuff. It ramps everything up. Really? It, it really intensifies the flavor of everything. Like, yeah, it's salt because, you know, salt of the earth, salt is life, literally. That's why they have the stickers. <laughs> um, but truffle salt is real life. It really, it's one of the best things and you can just... So you swear by this product. Oh, absolutely. Without question. Like, it's Wow. Yeah, it's my super special secret ingredient, and I'm sharing that with you because... Paper Trails fans love it, <laughs> right? 
And this is an exclusive. I don't think I've ever shared that with anybody. Are you serious? I'm serious. Like, nice. I, yeah, don't tell people. They're okay. like, man, this is so good. I'm like, I, I even, know. I've never even heard of it. Yeah, it's a, it's a thing. Wow. You've heard of truffle oil, right? Yeah, but not salt. There you go. Oh, add truffle oil in the salt? Over, over Grover. It's a game Whoa. over. Oh, <laughs> I mean, really? I mean, yeah. Next level. Next, next level. Literally, literally next level. Okay, trending ingredient. Is there anything trending right now that you've seen? Like There's the last, so many things that are trending right last now. Last six or 12 months. Like okay, what, what? so something that is trending right now, and I okay. actually made it last night for okay. the very first time. Cool. And it was phenomenal. Okay. Um, it's trend. I don't know why it's, it doesn't matter why it's trending. So there's two things. Okay. One is um, the tortilla. The tortilla is trending. I know everybody knows about tortillas and you know whatnot, but specifically, it's the tortilla fold. So basically, you take your your tortilla and it's sitting in front of you, and you make a cut from the middle down toward you okay. when it's at horizontal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then vertical. You put, I think. Is it vertical? I think I think horizontal is this way. You're anyway, anyway, right. anyway, hey, anyway. Hey, that's math. That's geometry. <laughs> and I was terrible in math, so do not judge me. It's all good. It's I'm all no good. Worth I'm it. here. I'm, I'm here. No I'm you, know. you are here. You're here. We're to good. Cover We're me. good. Thank you. <laughs> I don't do geometry very well. Even though I know but this is going to turn into a triangle. Okay. Okay. So basically you cut it vertical. And then you put on each imaginary quadrant what you're going to put. So let's say... You know what? I've seen this somewhere. Uh-huh. Right? TikTok, it, maybe? I, I've probably, seen this somewhere. Oh, yeah. So TikTok is like the thing. Like, if you're not doing Instagram, you need to be doing TikTok. Okay. So um, you put your four or five ingredients yeah. in each quadrant, and then you fold up on the left side, and then you keep going around until your triangle is complete and filled with all of your items. I've seen, that like, is, this is like newish, like the last couple months, yes, I think, right? Yes. This is really trending. Yes, it really is right now. So whether you're doing the video and showing everybody or you're just doing it in your own home for your own pleasure, it's definitely trending. And then the second thing that's trending are birria tacos. So Mexican food is always trending because why not? It's amazing. You like, you like Mexican food? I love Mexican food. Favorite Mexican dish? Birria tacos. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, the so birria. What birria is? Uh -huh. The word birria is goat in Spanish. Okay. And and I'm saying it like a like the gringa that I am. Um, and it's a braised dish that's highly spiced. Okay. And the, there is a consomme or a broth, and it's deep, dark red, and it's got good spices and onions and yeah, cilantro, yeah, 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 yeah. a little bit of vinegar in it. And so you take your corn tortilla, not flour, only corn, corn only, yellow or white, it doesn't matter, but as long as it's corn, okay. you dip it in that consomme, I've seen you dip this. it in that broth, and you put it on the griddle or your cast iron skillet or even your nonstick skillet, and you sear it, and you make sure it's all toasty, and then you take your braised... Um, you don't have to use goat. You can use beef, which is what I did. Yep. Um, you can use pork. You could even do chicken, but mm, let's just stick with beef. Okay. Chuck roast, um, pork shoulder, because, you know, this is the land of barbecue, so yep. I know you got a pork shoulder in your freezer. And so <laughs> you braise it in that broth, and then you take it out. And I've seen this. It. I've yes. seen this. And then you put it, and then you can make it a um, uh, basically a quesadilla and put cheese in it and melt it and put it and then you yeah you put it <laughs> you put it on your plate 
serve it with chopped onion, cilantro, squeeze of lime. It's amazing. And then you also like dip it in the sauce also, right? And as you eat it, you dip I've it, seen this. dip it in the consomme and it will change your life. <laughs> and then when you're done, you have that little bowl of goodness and you just sip it and it's the elixir of life <laughs> sliding down your throat, making you a whole person. And listen guys, and this is how you live to be 100 years old, right? You, you can be a centurion and live 100 years old. Yes, pretty much, yes. From this side. Uh, I love but that. Yeah, so I love that. Those are two, like, trending things. You, right and now. you know what? I have noticed that even tortillas, period, are really, like, I mean, people, like, doing breakfast stuff with tortillas. Like, I mean, just period. People are doing a lot of stuff with that, yeah, you know? I so. mean, you know, Mexican food is as old, older than, you know, anybody can imagine yeah and it's you know coming up mm. and and by coming up i mean it's it's on trend right now yeah. and it's the thing you know before the tacos um and the the cool um foldy tortilla thing <laughs> you know it was the dalgona coffee where you take coffee granules a little bit of salt and granulated sugar um and water and you whip it up into the nice coffee cloud and it's very strong and you just Put it over milk and ice and it's um very labor intensive whether you use you do it by hand or you use a machine that was like the trendy thing really um while everybody was at home last year banana bread was in sourdough bread was in people were baking again um there was a run on flour and there was no flour in the stores um yeast no yeast to you know make the the bread rise and yeah so, Folks were making yeast at home, which is really easy. Just take a couple of grapes, put it in a jar or a bottle, and uh, put a little bit of water in there and let it sit on the counter for a couple of days, and the yeast will form on the grapes, and you can use that to make your bread. I know, crazy. It's called science. What? It's I'm called like science. blown away right now. Science is real. <laughs> this is, this yeah. is awesome. It's, a thing. it's so interesting that you say that. We just had a couple episodes ago. Um, an executive chef from Charlotte that he has his own little big baking business, like delivery bacon business. Mm -hmm. And he was saying the last six months or the last maybe 12 months, 18 months, just artisan bread has really come yes. very popular. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it's uh, this is really cool to hear. I really yeah. like this. It reminds me of the days in culinary school where um, we baked bread and we had two baking classes and we, in the, uh, first class, it was like rudimentary, and it's like, oh, you know, we learned how to do baguettes and croissants and, you know, um, boules which, which and croissants sourdough. are amazing. Just yes, croissants they are. are the real deal. Yes, the in, real deal. In Greece, they, they do a ton of croissants, like chocolate-filled croissants or like mm. just cheese-filled, just like, you know, like they... Oh, I want a croissant with cheese in it. Oh, man, it is... <laughs> Yeah, and it's go, all go to, flaky and oh yeah, one of my um, bucket list goals is to make it to Santorini. Hey. I literally just want to do that for for the gram. There we go. <laughs> but who, no, who I, does it? Who does I, know, I miss I miss travel and I miss you know seeing people and being out more than anything. Yeah. But um, especially uh, being people, people. Yeah. Especially like I mean I I love I love interacting. I love this. I love talking, <laughs> getting to know people, their story. I just. Mm -hmm. I, I think it's why I really love doing the show. Like yeah. I, it's it's just it's my favorite. So, Nikki, last thoughts. You know, talk to the Paper Trails audience. What 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 are your last thoughts about business 2021? 
making sure it's a prosperous year for everybody, you know, uh, cooking the food business. What are what are what are some last tips, thoughts? So you know, about just making sure that it it, it becomes uh, uh, the best year for everybody. Not to dwell on the past, but you know, if you don't talk about the past, you absolutely cannot move ahead to the future. Last year, obviously, was a weird, crazy, ridiculous year for a lot of people. A lot of people, you know, all of us that are listening and watching this right now came out unscathed, really, because we're, you're, if you're able to, to watch this, you're, you're, you're doing all right. Yeah. Um, 2020 was um, actually my most profitable and um, prolific year to date. Congratulations. Thank you. Congrats. And I um, am so proud and honored and blessed to say that. And I hope, of course, even better for 2021, sure. but literally it's a hope, a hope and a dream. Um, I hope that, you know, even though all of us can't be in person together, reach out to that community, you know, reach out to other bloggers and Stay Instagrammers connected. and TikTokers and say, hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? How you doing? My name is let's collab on something, yeah. you know. It's not about reaching out. When you reach out to a brand, that's a, you know, like a B2B relationship. Sure. That's it. Sure. We need to talk about A and B, you and me. Yeah. Let's, you know, do something together. Friend to friend. Exactly. I love that. I, I you know, that is literally the only way that we're going to get by. You know, social media is going to save our lives. And why not just continue that on? I mean, I am so happy and proud to be here, here with you, of course, sure. but also be here in this space where I can give tips and tricks. Um, but again, I'm not an island and I want to get to know your audience and I want your audience, my audience to get to know you too. 100%. And, you know, just reach out, say, hey. And if they don't respond, you know, again, hey, you, folks are busy. You, you did your part though. Exactly, exactly. You know, it's cool. I, 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 I really like that because I feel like you never know what maybe somebody else is going through or kind of dealing with. And exactly. so being that like positive influence for somebody and just saying that quick hello or, you know, hey, let's partner up, let's do something. Maybe it doesn't look like it, but maybe they're going through a slump. Yeah. Maybe they're just, you just don't know. Don't you just that. don't know. Like, let's be friendly. Let's love each other. Let's, right. let's hang out. Let's jam. Let's do some business. Yeah. And let's make sure we all have a profitable year. That's right. I mean, that's, that's one of the reasons why I even love doing this you know, obviously we get to, you know, interact and share love, but like, hey, like share love with the businesses that we're around in our community. You know what I mean? Like, so anyway, Nikki, I love this. I love this. Um, I think this was such an awesome interview and, and show. And so anyway, episode 26 in the books. <clears throat> Appreciate you guys hanging with us. Um, look forward to seeing you guys very, very soon. We have a lot more things in store. If you have not subscribed Obviously, to Nick Snacks, go do it. Follow her. She's got a ton of great content. Uh, obviously, she does a lot of different stuff. Re I mean, recipes, you know, feedback, um, you know. And like I said, she's representing, she's a big portion of, of representing, you know, the triad, which, you know, is some, something that I want to do more of is just do more, you know, shows and, and features up here in this area. And so, um, anyway, obviously, subscribe to our page if you have not. You know, holler at us. And so anyway, appreciate you guys. We'll see you uh, on the next episode. Thank you.